What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren, here. You guys remember Randy. He is our uh, manager of PR here at Lexicon. Welcome back, Randy. Yeah, it's been like a two or three month sabbatical for me, so Mm. I've enjoyed my time off. You're going to get the applause, too, and Brad is going to die when he knows that someone else got clapped for. He's jealous, I know. He is, he is. So today we are going to talk about another article, as usual. Um, One that popped up this week in our feed was, you know, everybody's getting used to these Zoom invites. But, you know, really, tech is here to stay. There's a vaccine on the horizon. Things are, are starting to get better. But at the end of the day, technology is here to stay. You know, we've been we've been serving these clients for almost a year now virtually, mm-hmm. and they're used to it. You know, for them, yeah. it's gotten easier. They don't have to come into your office. They can talk to you over the phone. They can talk to you via Zoom. And I think from a firm standpoint, it kind of goes both ways. It's been harder, but it's been easier, too. And we're in the situation now where things can start to go back to normal, but there's going to be different expectations from your clients. Yeah, COVID has really given uh, not uh, businesses, law firms, an opportunity to become earlier adapters to technology or just adapters to technology. And so um, the Zoom invites or the Zoom environment, whether it's client meetings or trials and the article that we're you know referencing today, uh, has to do with law firm marketing. Um, there's a lot of events, whether it's a trade show, uh, business after hours, because of COVID restrictions, uh, Zoom has really zoomed in and taken over. Ooh, yeah. nice. You like that? Brad would never do that. Yeah, well, he's an IT guy, so what do you expect? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ouch. Don't take that personally, yeah, anybody. No. <laughs> but yeah, Zoom is, has taken over. Um, I mean, I we don't have a crystal ball, so we really don't know how much Zoom will impact things once, you know, COVID is gone or it's under control, but it is, it's here to stay and it, and it will be used in a lot of, in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. uh, even going forward, maybe not as much, but you never know. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, there's a cost savings to it. There's a time management efficiency to it as well. Um, you know, getting in the car and going over to the courthouse or, or, you know, uh, an offsite meeting place, you don't have to do that. You can save however much time uh, meeting with clients or potential clients. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Randy, you assume that people don't have a crystal ball, but maybe they do. Just FYI, you can't make assumptions. I'm sorry. But if you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, too, we did talk about this hybrid approach that's coming in, coming as we hopefully get back to normal a little bit. So, um, you know, hybrid sounds easy. It makes sense. But like we talked about, too, it's actually a little bit harder because, you know, imagine you have a hearing and you're going to court. Not only do you have to prep for the people there, but you have to prep for the people virtually, too. So, You know, right now it's kind of more that that one-sided approach, but moving forward, it's going to be that two-sided approach. And and part of it is really that that client satisfaction, which I think Mm -hmm. we all know is really lacking in the industry and honestly a lot of... A lot of industries is lacking there too. And so there's going to be this expectation that that clients can reach you in an easy manner for them. But on your side, you're still expected to treat them as if you were in person. But the article states that from November of 2019 to uh, November of 2020, uh, one specific example was marketing and business development overhead expenses fell 
44 percent. Almost half. Yes. That's huge. So let's just, you know, let's just say you have a, a, you know, your law firm has a million dollar budget. And so your your overhead for marketing uh, fell by 44%. I mean, that's all. That's just a little over $400,000. Yeah. I thought you were using your calculator. No. Well, <laughs> my mental calculator. That's a pretty easy one. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice round number. So think about that from a bottom line perspective and where you know, that cost savings or that expense savings can be used. So even here at Lexicon... One of our clients had an increased marketing spend at that time. You know, Randy, you mentioned that overall firms have spent 44% less in marketing during the year with COVID. So like I said, one of our clients actually had an increased spend. And as a result, they had increased revenue at that time. And, you know, there's simple things that you can think through to make that happen for your firm as well. And it's really understanding your, your client base. It's understanding the strategy. Simple things like, hey, I'm running radio ads. And you know what? People probably aren't driving to work right now because everybody's working from home. So it's understanding how you're spending that money, maybe how you can spend it differently based on the new culture that we're living in. That might be an opportunity for a law firm to look at practice management software yeah. or other or other ways that they can, you know, help enhance or expand their law firm's operations. Yeah, exactly. You know, they had to turn to other marketing initiatives. You know, you still need to develop more business and bring in new clients. And so that's where the whole Zoom came in, video conferencing, podcasts were huge this yep. year. Hello, Lex Factor. Absolutely. You know, webinars, business needs to come in somehow still. Mm-hmm. And a lot of firms, actually, I'm glad you brought that up, Randy. Um, so many more firms have started to adapt that practice management software software and the the rate at which they were adopting it this year was so much higher than mm-hmm. your typical year and you know a lot of firms actually too that they have practice management software but what else we saw is that it wasn't really being used to its fullest potential so firms started to actually use it too they were adopting it more and they were using it more and so at the end of the day i think all these efficiencies regardless of how we move forward you know there is going to be somewhat of a hybrid approach there's going to be struggles doing that there's going to be higher expectations from your clients but i think the light at the end of the tunnel is we've found some efficiencies that are really going to be game changers moving forward for for everybody. Exactly, and from and again going one of the one of the other takeaways from the article uh, in my review was one of the individuals uh, that was quoted in the article was explaining that some firms are beginning to focus on the client experience for their law firm by mapping the client journey at every point the client touches the firm. Mm-hmm. And going back to, you had said it, you just mentioned it earlier about the whole client satisfaction and client experience elements. Law firms are now finding ways to utilize technology uh, to improve their digital interactions. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, so I think, you know, that really sums it up at the end of the day. Client experience is big. It's growing, you know, it's growing. It's becoming more and more important. And we've all learned that there's just so many tools this year that can really help us manage that experience from from a, a more positive standpoint. So Absolutely. And and COVID has provided an opportunity. And I know we've uh, in the Lex Factor briefs, but also in the Lex Factor regular podcast episodes, COVID's provided a lot of opportunities for law firms and individuals within the law industry and sector and legal tech sector to explore and identify and adapt new technology. And I know I've read in some, you know, in some articles, there's research that's saying law firms are still 
generally speaking, are still slow adapters. But, um, and you know, in other articles, they're saying if law firms don't catch up to the adaptation that other law firms are are bringing technology on board, they're going to be left behind even once COVID is gone. You're so right, Randy, as usual. <laughs> yeah, every two or three months I'm that's right. Why, so. That's why you're invited every that's right. couple of months. Exactly you're right. right all the time. Yep, I have to bring up the batting average. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.